0: Let's get ready to jerk the curtain!
1: What a rush! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! Ah! See you later, Mr. Socko!
0: What it is is what it is! Rest in... Mm-hmm. It's
1: later time. <laughs> is the best there was, or the best there ever will be?
2: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Jerk the Curtain podcast—a rush of madness and mania. This is your host with the most, TJ Motherfucking Bowser, and joining me as always is my tag team partner, the Mid South Maniac, Corey Kaufman.
3: It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's Corey. Hey, how's it going? Sorry, I got carried away.
2: (laughs) It's okay, man. So, how was your week, Kaufman?
3: It's not over yet, man. It's been exciting. Explain. Um, That's about all I think I'm allowed to talk about. (laughs) It's been exciting because you don't know until you start pushing buttons what those buttons are attached to.
2: That's right. I hope uh, life lesson out there for all you jerk offs who don't fucking pay attention. Uh, be careful what you say and who you say it to.
3: Moving because on, because you might you might end up being one of those folks going down to Area Fifty One, about ready to get a can of whoop ass handed to him.
2: Just going to get some of them uh, cheeks clapping on those aliens, but you get your I ass can't. Shot.
3: I can't wait to see all those Kyles rolling up in all the monster energy tanks.
2: We know the best Kyle of them all, though. The, the dry yeah. hole rocket uh, using Kyle. <laughs> dry wall Mr. Sh- rocket. Mr. Shola. Oh, Shola. Mr. Shola. <laughs> Thank God he doesn't listen to this garbage. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what wrestling is. <laughs> all I know is monster and mask painting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway my week was great recorded rabbit hole you know recorded gore and more all the fantastic podcasts that you can find on the do back discussion <gasps> podcast network
3: Corey, we'll there's content it. content everywhere there's content oh. all over the walls oh. there's content all over the coats oh god there's content everywhere
2: uh just listen in your ear holes let us penetrate you anyway uh find it all at uh do and all that fun jazz but anyway Moving on to today, we got a motherfucking match for you. What is it, Kaufman?
3: This would be on June 15th, 1997, at the mark of the Quad Cities in Moline, Illinois. We have the 1997 great WCW, Great American Bash against we got Diamond Dallas Page versus the macho man, Randy Savage. Fuck yes. Mm -hmm, it
2: mm -hmm. is a terrific match for sure i love it dude so was it for a belt or anything
3: this was no it was a grudge match man this was uh this took place a few months after they had already had a match it like uh was it spring stampede and uh there's been a this was just one of those things i mean yeah you at the time you had hulk hogan and sting going at it yes But WCW made some very conscious, awesome decisions to have a lot of really good feuds going on and pitting the Macho Man against Diamond Dallas Page. And actually bringing in, you know, Miss Elizabeth and Kimberly into the mix. Um, There was a a lot of uh, good storytelling here and a lot of aggression between the two. So it's good. Good timing.
2: Yes. Uh, Really
3: enjoyed. No, no, no belts. Sorry. No No belts.
2: belts. Uh, Discussions. So, entrances. We actually got to see the entrances for once, and they were terrific. Uh that was amazing. Macho Man came out looking fucking diesel as fuck. Not actually the wrestler diesel, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I only say that because it kills Corey. Just, just a little bit inside to hear me say stuff like that. Uh, Chance. I'm adjusting a microphone right now. Such a fucking noob.
3: Anyway. It's not mine.
2: <laughs> no, that was on me. So yeah like I said he comes out and the DDP out of nowhere in the crowd comes flying up and just fucking smacks macho man talk about it.
3: Well honestly the coolest part I thought I mean well the whole thing the entrance it, it was the, it was one of the main events uh, was was the main event and uh, I don't know man something about you know when when buffer does his main event thing and the cool thing is while he was announcing the wrestlers he talks about like kind of the issues they were having. Yeah. but doesn't it in a very announcer-esque way. It's almost like, here's a recap, by the way, you know. Um, and uh, doesn't that really awesome voice, fireworks everywhere, fireworks going out on, on people's buttholes. It's just fireworks <laughs> for days. I mean, it was around the 4th of July, so cool for that. Um, you know, just a couple, or actually before the 4th. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Macho Man comes out. You know, he's been NWO for a little less than a year and uh, comes out with the smoking hot Miss Elizabeth. She comes out, introduces him. He does his thing with his cool, mat, you know, his black and white madness gear. And then, uh, yeah, then what's really odd, though, is DDP, uh, his music hits, and it's, like, one of his, like, kind of weird B tracks. You know, it's not his normal song, but I think that was more of a Kimberly song to be a distraction. And then, yeah, he pops out of the nowhere and just tries to dismantle the macho man right, you know, as fast as he can, and uh, just starts going to town unloading on him, man. And these guys... didn't hold back at all so
2: yeah uh for sure the match really really good overall i flowed really well and it was just super intense and it never really let up like it was just gas on the fucking floor you know what i mean
3: about six yeah 16 or 17 straight minutes which is pretty long for a a typical match even though it's a main event match but uh these guys were all over the place because um the stipulation, although it wasn't a title match, I mean it was like a lights out, no DQ, non-sanctioned, like let them beat the shit out of each other kind of thing. So uh they yeah, they definitely delivered.
2: Did you think it had good
3: flow? Oh, dude, <laughs> I there wasn't other actually at the beginning, The slowest part was that little dip they had at the beginning where they both looked like they were actually genuinely hurt. Yeah. Um, and but actually after that, man, they just started beating the hell out of each other with you know with their fists with crutches with god i don't know they <laughs> they went through the crowd so it, the flow it, it was nonstop, stop to the entire match
2: and that's a good segue into our next one which is uh was the match believable and <laughs> yes because they sell the fuck out of those hits
3: well not just that i mean i mean ddp even got a little bit dirty and he grabbed miss elizabeth and like kind of shoved her into the you know the guardrail mm-hmm. but um but you know even after you know reading about this match some time ago i mean these guys told each other that they were going to they wanted it like they said, we're not going to hold back. We want it to be yeah. as intense and like, oh, my God, these guys aren't wrestling. They're beating the shit at each other. And that's that's what they did. I mean, everything from the, the punches to the clotheslines. I mean, they wanted to make sure it, it connected. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I agree. It's, it's just it was a fun, fun watch.
2: Favorite moment of the match. Mine would have to be the motherfucking uh, picnic table disaster and then whenever he picks up that fucking grill and hits him and it just fucking the goddamn charcoal goes all over him and he's just a mess
3: well dude he oh god dude i i don't even know if i have i mean the whole match is great but like my big thing the first thing was like that serving tray yeah yeah they got over there and then that serving tray and he cracks over his head and it just shatters and yeah (laughs) then he starts like dismantling everything this picnic table area oddly enough was actually a little contest winner gimmick thing that they got for like a like fourth of july picnic kind of thing and uh some select few uh crowd members were allowed to like sit there and enjoy the show needless to say that they had no clue that the macho man and ddp were gonna beat the hell out of each other like from yeah the grill and then putting them to the picnic table i mean there's like it just that's a lot of charcoal. Yeah, well,
2: that's <laughs> a lot of charcoal, folks. Uh, rabbit hole. We talked about propane. Uh, jerk the current. We talked about charcoal. Uh, <laughs> uh, shittiest moment of <laughs> the match.
3: Oh man, you first. I I'm still trying to determine. There, I, I there don't wasn't
2: know. a shitty moment to the match.
3: No, I, I'm the same, dude. I was. I like I said, there was a slow part, but that you know they were both almost genuinely hurt. Uh, shitty part. I doubt it though. Other than like Nick Patrick telling the Macho Man he couldn't pile drive a DDP onto the concrete, <laughs> that was kind of shitty. Um, but at the time, I think you know even Nick Patrick was like borderline NWO referee. But Macho Man beat the shit out of him, and then he turned around and <laughs> like punched punch the camera guy in the face, and just he beating everybody up, <laughs> yeah, man. So no shitty moments here, bro. Finish your count. Oh. Of... Well, let's see. You had he got he got one diamond cutter in, right? Yes. Okay. Are we just counting the wrestlers who were in the match? No. Finishers. Okay. Then there I was saw three a finisher. So I seen three whole finishers in that entire match. You had a diamond cutter, uh-huh. and you had a elbow, which was after the other finisher that wasn't by either of the men.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Does that segue into your next question?
2: Was there blood?
3: Apparently not. No, there was
2: Was there match interference?
3: That's where I was getting at, bro. Uh, so, yes, there was. And that's what accounted for the third finisher, which was the second in the line of three. And that was the Outsider's Edge by Scott Hall. Some of you may know him as Razor Ramon. Mm-hmm. Hey, chica. You know? Um, yeah, dude. It took him a while to get DDP up there. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, he got him up there. He interfered hardcore. And then right after that Razor's Edge, man. Uh, elbow dropped from the top rope. And that elbow drop was fierce right on the mouth of DDP. OK. And uh, that's all she wrote, bro.
2: That is all she motherfucking wrote. So was the crowd fired up? Absolutely. It's the yes. Macho Man versus the People's Champion, the real People's Champion.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. no. I mean, the crowd, dude. The crowd loved it, and there was so many. I mean, a lot of the fans, you know, were rocking like Sting and Hogan shit. But uh, this match easily was like, I don't know. It. I, I actually preferred these matches over the Sting and Hogan ones a little bit because they just there was more to them. These guys were more dynamic in their uh, move choices and how they ran about it. The storytelling was great. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean. You can't, God, dude. I I don't know. I just really that's why I really wanted to do this match because it's pretty memorable to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh was the match outcome fair? Absolutely.
3: <laughs> well, that's that's your boy though, man. I don't know. It wasn't fair to you because man, he had he had Macho Man's number, didn't he? Okay. I I enjoyed the outcome, but I wouldn't say it was fair.
2: Uh I mean, it's fair for what the fuck happened.
3: <laughs> okay then well i'm not gonna argue with that
2: i mean when you have come out <laughs> and just fucking slam you to that mat what else the fuck are you gonna do
3: i don't know between that and then don't forget the title shot i mean uh Masterman took that tag belt and just smashed gdp in the head <laughs> after go. that dude it didn't take much i mean he folded him up pretty good with that uh, the outsider's edge yeah and uh yeah macho man doing his oh yeah elbow drop from the top rope man just <laughs>
2: just <laughs> such a, a fucking swag filled man like you think rick flair's oh, one man. thing and then there's macho man on the other side he's Ah he's uh, man
3: fan. macho man is like the the epic epicenter for you know just craziness yeah. and how he does shit and what do you know how he. What he says, how he says it, you know. I mean, I'm I mean he's he's a <laughs> psycho dude, bro. So match rating of four four and a half. Four
2: and a half out of five. Four <clears eight.
3: throat> well, I'm gonna give it a five. That doesn't happen very often. I'm gonna give it a five, five time, Five, 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 five. That is an five. average
2: score of four and three quarters. That is
3: the best highest one rated yet, match. bro. Yeah. No, it was overall, dude. I was, I don't know. It's just one of those matches that you're like, I can't really bitch about anything. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty solid. It was a cool match, classic match. It was a, it was a, They they did a lot of storytelling with this because see, these guys met up early on, and this all started. You know, with the Macho Man maybe saying some remarks about Kimberly, she was a nitro girl. And uh, you know, DDP took offense to that, and then next you know, the ladies are involved a little bit. But then this match was kind of a middle point, and then it it only progressed from here, man. Those it wasn't like a okay, well, that was a good pay-per-view and now we're done. No, they they extended out this feud for quite some time. Um, I think even to the point where like the following weeks, uh DDP even dressed up as La Parka. Wow, and came out and was like just doing some of the Machi man whatever and then he hit the man with a chair and then he and you know took his mask off and it was ddp and uh so they man it was just another great step you know applause to eric bischoff for that storytelling win and uh it was just you know a a small a good chapter in that in that storyline
2: Speaking of Diamond Dallas Page, Corey, there's a fucking echo. WCW Thunder on June 8th, 1998. Here is a promo.
0: California. That's all for this week in WCW Motorsports brought to you by Valley.
3: Mission Control. We're back in Birmingham. Ladies and gentlemen, so much media attention for the main event coming up at Bash of the Beach this coming Sunday. And I want to bring out my guest at this time, the master of the, the Diamond, diamond cutter, cutter, the one and only coming. Diamond yes. Jealous
0: Hayes.
1: Hey. You know, you might even say that about Malone, the master oh, yeah. Diamond Cutter. He saw he slept in on Henning the other night, and he looked pretty good doing it. I was going to say, everybody saw it. The people's Henning. champion. Yeah. That. <laughs> How does he do that? <laughs> I don't know. He's intense. He's a hard-working athlete. Just like Malone. They really bring that blue
0: color. We really need to have him not only into this sport, but they're bringing it into oh San Diego, goodness. America's finest city. Get ready for Diamond Dallas Day.
1: A hey, Birmingham! What's up? So intense. Well, I think the world
0: knows what's up with you, DDP. You and the mailman Carmelo
3: this He's Sunday so big. against the word Dennis Rodman and Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, you hear the chant of DDP here. And also later tonight, scheduled against Kurt Hennig, who has said that he does not want to go in the ring here.
1: Before I get into that, Tony, I got to send some special props out to the new heavyweight champion of the world, Goldberg. I'm proud of you, Goldberg. And that's a shoot, you know that. And that's why Me and Malone did what we did last Monday. But now Goldberg, you got to know, you got what everybody wants. But what I want most of all is to fast forward to this Sunday at Bash at the Beach, when DDP and Carl Malone, the mailman killer deliver against let's take a look at the combatants let's take two at a time here mailman the worm rodzilla whatever rodman the mailman i know what he's been doing the last two and a half weeks he's been in the gym jacking up two hours a day and he's been in the ring four to five hours a day busting his chops hitting the mat hitting the ropes slamming and jamming. Rodzilla, he ain't gonna embarrass himself at Bashita Beach. Like Mailman said last week, he's gonna be a Rodzilla killer. <laughs> and as for you, Hollywood scum Hogan, who Fuck like you. I said last Monday, <laughs> no. and the prophecy looks like it's coming true. you're gonna have the worst week of your life. <laughs> Starting on Monday and ending on Sunday at the Beach, I promise you you're gonna get everything you deserve. <laughs> and to answer your question, of tonight, Kurt Henning as far as you weaseling out here in Birmingham I don't think so you can cry all you want but just like last Monday night when the mailman diamond cuts you right on the floor here in Birmingham you will feel the-, the one, the only, Simon Dallas Page,
0: ready for not only tonight, but best of the beach as it goes in the fans. Let's take you back
2: to Stagger Lee and the Weasel. As a matter of fact, Bobby, when DDP said that's what. What an amazing fucking promo. <laughs> the guy's a what? master in the mic, and boy, can he fire up that crowd!
3: Yeah, what 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 kind of accent does he have? Where's he from? He
2: New Jersey.
3: He's from Jersey. Remember, yeah, he was part
2: of that Jersey,
3: uh, click with Bam with Bam Bam. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I remember that, bro. Yes. Yeah, I just yeah, I I knew I just couldn't pinpoint it, but I should have figured. Yes, I figure he was up uh, not too far from uh, the Boston kids. That's way. why he's
2: the so. people's champion. He's the every man's man. You know what I'm saying?
3: Well, I don't live on the East Coast, bro. So. Yeah, you, know you, what I mean? you don't
2: get it, brah. You don't get it. So, <laughs> great promo. Excellent. I haven't watched that Bash of the Beach pay-per-view yet. Yet, yet. What?
3: What's the get pay-per-view where Goldberg
2: faces DDP and then the lights go out and then they don't, they don't get to show the match until the next day?
3: That wasn't
2: it. No, which one was that? I'm asking you.
3: Oh dude, I,
2: <laughs> it was the one with the uh, ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan and then the fireball incident.
3: You know what oh, I'm talking about. I know I know what you're talking about there. That was that one where Hogan <laughs> tried to throw a fireball and be yes. extinguished before he got through it, and then the ultimate warrior is like, Oh my eyes! I'm like, You got hit with what air? Like there was, <laughs> Um
2: <laughs> You got hit by no, that,
3: that, that match, uh, the Goldberg and DDP, oh God, that was Havoc, I think, or something. Halloween um, Havoc interface.
2: 97, or was it 98?
3: 98, 98, sir. So that was actually, yeah, cause, well, here's the thing. In that promo we just watched, he called out Goldberg. Yeah. They ended up having their, their match. And yes. that's the match you're talking about.
2: Yes. Fuck but yeah.
3: uh. But, yeah, about that. If but, I remember yeah, the, correctly, the, that the, match the, is
2: incredible. And that was one of DD no Bill Goldberg's favorite matches.
3: Yeah, and that's yeah, like you said, that's where the feed cut out. And then they actually uh, you know, due to the pay-per-view feed cutting out, they kind of re upped on everything and actually played it and and then did nitro the next night and showed it for free. And yeah. So it was uh you know, basically, you know, a fans. But yeah, the bash the beach match that DDP is referencing, uh yeah, I I'm not saying it was a clean match, but Diamond Dallas Page and Carl Malone did get defeated by Hollywood Hulk Hogan and the Worm, Dennis Rodman. Probably because uh with help from the disciple. You remember him?
2: No, who's the disciple?
3: The disciple. That was one of Hogan's followers that showed up out of nowhere, this kind of beefy looking dude. Had a big beard and long hair, kind of dressed like Hulk Hogan, but just kind of stood there. He was like the uh uh, <laughs> he was like the Virgil of, of the, uh-huh. the you know, <laughs> okay so but he was like real big well you know who that was though that was Brutus the barber beefcake but no one ever knew that you know yeah, it's just weird because Brutus never had like super long hair and a long beard but uh yeah it was he was Hogan's like little patsy there for a while and I'm pretty sure he interfered and that's how the match but it was, that was a 24 minute match so yeah. um Tag match, but everyone had finishers and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's still a good promo, and and that's the thing. Bringing the NBA wrestler thing into it, but those guys actually, you know, studying and trying to do some wrestling moves. But you're talking about two guys that are almost seven feet tall.
2: Was there another AEW event today?
3: Uh, Was it? I don't know if it was today. Fight for the Fallen.
2: Fight for the Fallen. I have all the the recap information.
3: Oh, I must know because I – well, wait. Now – I thought that the WWE was competing with that this week.
2: I don't know. I'll tell you all the net match results since now we're in the news portion of our show. Uh, We're going to start off. News, uh, (laughs) sucker! AEW fight. You always forget. I do. It's News, Uh, (laughs) sucker! AEW fight for the fallen results. (laughs) Live updates, recap, grades, matches, cards, and highlights. So the first match, Sony, Sony Kiss defeated Peter Avalon via pinfall. Uh... Shoko Nakajima and Bree <laughs> Priestley, Bo Be- Priestley defeat Britt Baker and Real Crow via pinfall. Sean Spears, MJF, and Sammy Guevara defeat Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allen. Wow, what a fucking Wow. Brandi Rhodes defeated Ali via pinfall. Dark Order defeated Jungle Boy and L- Lucasaurus via pinfall. And Jack Evans and Angelico. Hangman Page defeated Kip Saban. Uh, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky versus the Lucha Brothers. Uh, I don't know what it says there. It doesn't say that the, uh, there's an outcome.
3: Okay. No fun.
2: K- Kenny Omega defeated Seema via, via pinfall. Chris Jericho got on the mic at the end. He joked about having Paige's blood on his hands, crapped on Jacksonville, and promised to get his well-deserved thank you one person at a time by beating up the entire AEW roster. <laughs> oh my! Of course he did. Of course he did. What do you think about this?
3: I <sighs> uh, sounds about right. I mean, <laughs> it just it sounds pretty typical. Yes. At this point, but no, that's you know, it's. People. that's what people want to see
2: speaking of typical uh, I'm going to send you
3: this (laughs) I already know what you're talking about
2: a typical man's fucking habits have to get in the way of him coming back and Corey's going to talk to you about that because my probably arguably all-time favorite wrestler can't keep his fucking
3: self clean Uh, well let's let's tell I can do this let me do my Breaking news in the world of sports. Um, WWE wrestler Jeff Hardy, a.k.a. Brother Nero, was arrested down in South Carolina for allegedly being drunk in public. Jeff was arrested in book Saturday for public intoxication and impairment in Myrtle Beach, where he posed for his mugshot with his awesome earrings and awesome tattoos and facial hair, as usual. Jeff's distinguished distinguishable features are on full display in his large gauges in his ears and his unique facial. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Um, so uh, it's unclear what exactly led to the arrest. Uh, probably drinking. Um, we're working on getting more information, but he was released Saturday on less than two hundred dollars bond. Hot. But you know why he was drunk, right? Because he was dealing with an injury, and that's how he deals with injuries. He drinks. He only drinks when he injures himself, and he only injures himself every now and then. So,
2: WWE released a statement today saying Jeff Hardy is responsible for his own personal actions. Uh, it is what it is, as the Macho Man says. It is what it is. There it is, folks. There it is. So all we can really do is just hope that he cleans his act up and understands that you can't keep making an awesome WrestleMania comeback and it work every time. You can't. You get thrown out of the company so fucking much.
3: I mean, he wasn't drunk enough to put like paint on his face this time? I guess. Yeah, it'd be really it'd be really cool if he would have painted his eyelids and then he Ooh. shut them while he got his mug shot done.
2: That would have been what's up, man. That would
3: have been glow in the dark paint. I would have liked that. It's a bummer though. I hate seeing that.
2: What else really? do we got? Huh? I just fucking yawn, dude. It's been a long day. It's been a
3: long Ah, oh, come on. Day. Hey, you know what else was today? The WWE was trying to compete with AEW. How do you do that?
2: Wait, you don't.
3: With your 10th anniversary celebration of EVOLVE. I didn't even know what the hell that is until today. So uh, What like, is
2: it?
3: 10th anniversary. Um uh, the first time ever WWE aired another company's live show on its network. So actually Evolve isn't WWE's, but they allowed Evolve to be aired on their network to compete with AEW. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I mean, that's I, I know they timed it that way probably just to see. I think they did it two ways. I think to see how it would go and also to kind of slap in the face like we can just buy a show and and put it against yours and we'll win. You no, know, I think it's her thought process. So, um, yeah, uh, what's interesting though about evolve is I don't know too many of them. I mean, I got all the match results here. Um, but I could tell you these names and they're out of left field. I don't know any of them, honestly. Um, it sounds like a bunch of indie wrestlers from here in Memphis for, for all I know. So, uh, the only name that stands out is, uh, drew Gulak and Matt Riddle. But that's a you know that's like an NXT type thing. Excuse me. But what other company? Drew,
2: Drew what? What's his last name?
3: Gulak. Gulak. Drew Gulak and Matt Riddle. What a name. Riddle. What a name. Yeah, but then it, it was weird because like evolve is kind of intermixed, I guess, with so they had some NXT stuff, you know, yeah, on there too. But again, you know, I'm not terribly familiar with those guys because I. Do not care. So. Okay. I'm all about the classics, brother.
2: Brother. (laughs) So what do we got coming up for Jerk the Curtain? What are we going to do next week? What are we going to do on the network? And what conventions are we going to be at? Corey, let's start us off.
3: Uh, let's see next week. I don't know, man. We're going to come up with another cool match, probably dive back into some nineties or mid nineties era. WWF. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, I really liked the transition stuff going on in the nineties when people were jumping ship and getting contracts, getting paid, but you know, you seen, you seen a lot of people fail and a lot of people succeed. So that'd be cool. Um, but you know, in the coming up, uh, you said that that's the week. But, you know, coming up for the future, man, of Jerk the Curtain, we are really, really, really striving hard for you guys, for all you jerk-offs out there, to get some interviews with some wrestlers that you are familiar with and just to shoot shit with and just get kind of the one-on-ones. You know, you see them on TV occasionally, but, you know, hey, free reign to say whatever the hell you want on this kind of show.
2: We will. Um, I will be at Monster Mania, and then both Corey and I – both will be at Steel City Con. Steel City. And at Steel City there will be Sean Will Walt Sean Waltman, otherwise known as X Pac. Also Or the, the one,
3: two, three kid.
2: Yes. Uh also hunt, uh, honky tonk man will be there. What the <laughs> fuck just happened to me?
3: I thought you said the haunted taunt man. I was like, the oh, honky, honky tonk that? man.
2: <laughs> and then also at Monster Mania the week after will be Mick Foley. And he will be making a special Mankind appearance for a photo op.
3: That's going to be wicked cool. I would so love. So is he, so is he, is he going to wear the shirt and everything? I hope so. And the tie and the mask and Mr. Socko. And...
2: Mr. Socko. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I can't wait to talk to him and get pictures. I hope I can get some interviews uh with these guys that would be really really cool oh sure For mick foley especially and maybe get an x-poc and get them to tell us to suck it something like that you know that's how that's what you want out of your wrestling podcast and the cool thing what we're going to do with them is we're not actually going to like interview them we're going to pretty much have them on and then they're going to do some live commentary of a match that we pick and then they're going to talk about the background of the match them wrestling the match what they remember about it the things that led up to that match maybe some of the story you know stuff like that that where we can get more of a uh in-depth behind-the-scenes look at some of this entertainment shit that we have to uh, review each week so Kaufman what are we going to do next week?
3: what are we going to what?
2: what are we going to do next week?
3: we're going to have another fucking awesome show is what we're going to do so
2: last week we did ECW, this week we did WCW
3: should WCW where the big boys play, huh?
2: Yeah. Uh, should we you do hear the K- term?
3: A? you hear the term play we're not here to play Oh, sorry. I was, I ended up quoting like Kevin Nash. I I get, I get, sorry. I get, I get turned on on really easily about that. So, (laughs) So, no, but yeah, next week, man, I, you know, Hey, let's just keep bouncing around. Why not go back to the WWF?
2: Why can't we go to TNA? Go what? We'll go like
3: 2006,
2: 2007 TNA, the heyday of TNA when they were actually real competition.
3: Oh man. I totally forgot about those guys.
2: Like TNA lockdown pay-per-view.
3: If you want to, I'll do my best. Yeah. Is that, you mean the matches where they're having to like climb like jungle gyms to get the belt in the middle of the ring? And then,
2: I don't think Lockdown has that. I think <laughs> Lockdown's <is> just, a,
3: <laughs> I forgot. That's like that X belt or whatever. I don't know. It just, I just like some of those concepts are a little bit out there. But yeah, man, absolutely. We can do whatever we want.
2: Okay. Sweet. It, it's just nice to show all the other companies love, especially whenever they're at their prime. The matches we did the day in the promos were kind of like, Things started to taper off. It's like, like things have already peaked for WCW at this point, and they're starting to taper off, and shit's starting to get out of control. And over the next yep. two to three years, you're going to see a very big decline in not only the pay per view numbers, but also attendance for the pay- for the uh, special events, and the the movement of superstars to other brands, them acquiring things, and this really storylines getting out of control, and them getting a little overboard with some of the entrances. <laughs> Glacier. <laughs> Uh <laughs> wasting money in the places they don't need to and letting Eric Bischoff and then what's the other guy's name? Uh, uh,
3: letting,
2: the guy that wrote. i put it, it.
3: The, Well, here's here's the funny thing. Before I say his name, um it's something about guys with those names, you know, like uh you know, his name was Vince Russo. It just I don't I can't stand that name. <laughs> Sorry. Um so, Something about the, uh, every time I hear like a V, Vince, uh, it's, sorry, it's just weird. Um, but that's, you know, that's just me, I guess. Um, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, that's something we'll obviously get into as time, you know, comes along where. Once those guys, once those guys start getting out of the background and start getting the foreground, and they started wrestling, then Dave Arquette wins the championship. I just was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. It just fuck that. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's plenty to talk about there, but that's why we're doing a podcast because we can talk about whatever we want, whatever we want. Yeah, because we're too cold to, or what's it, too cold to hold, too hot to handle, whatever. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> all that good shit man
2: well uh i'd say that's it for this episode of the jerk the curtain podcast this is your host with the most as always tj bowser signing off
3: and this is your mid-south maniac
2: wow man freak out huh. Hulk
0: Hogan, Hollywood Hulkster, whatever they call you i'm coming after you you coward i dig it damn hope you I knew all along you had those tendencies Cause you've been running from lacho like I got a disease Dude, please your pay-per-view event was a joke. You're avoiding Randy savage, cause you know you can smoke. Come on, that phony fight the rocks break too fast. But when I tell Hogan to do a real fight, he passed. I called him out, but the punk was scared to go. It was a charity event, but the Hulk didn't show. Hollywood with the home at the end of your rope And I'ma kick you in the butt And wash your mouth out was so Cause like right in the danger building You get some respect So come on Hawk, let's rack So I can put you in chat Be a man Hawk Come on, don't be scared. You're running from Macho That's what I heard Be a man Hawk yeah, Come on, don't be a chump I never thought Hawk would go wild like a park. Be a man Hawk Come on, don't be scared. You're running from Macho That's what I heard Be a man Hawk yeah, Boy, you's a chump they call you Hollywood Don't make me laugh Cause your movies and your acting skills are both crap Your movies straight, the video, the box I can't stand While I got myself a feature-rolling Spider-Man You hide the man But when I find you thawed And when I slam it to the dirt You wish you's never born I smell a coward Is that you, Hogan? Macho's gonna kick your butt This is a slogan You tried to ignore me thinking I'll go away But I'ma keep on this with you do day after day And once you step too macho you through the jokes on you So walk what you gonna do? Probably nothing, cause you're a real big punk You call my dad up on the phone, man, Use a chump Cause if you really got static, take it up with me And I'll pump your butt out for the world to see. Be a man, Hulk Come on, don't be scared You're running from a macho, that's what I heard Be a man, Hulk Come on, don't be a chump I never thought Hulk would go wild like a punk Be a man, Hulk Come on, don't be scared You're running from a macho, that's what I heard Be a man, Hulk Man, Hogan. Hogan, boy, you's a chump Cause Hulk Hogan is a real big punk